All right, everybody. I hope you have your floaties because I'm swayed. I didn't think it was going to be that bad, but it was that bad. <laughs> and I'm Chris, I guess. And this is Deep Anime Dive. <laughs> That's the worst ad-libbed water metaphor yeah. I have I, heard in a I long really, time. I really hyped it up for about two days now for you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. All right. So as this is the maiden voyage of the podcast, we should probably explain our uh, purpose, our goals, what yep. we're about here. Anime. Anime. Deep. Deep anime. Deep anime, in <laughs> yes. fact. No. None, uh, none of that shallow garbage. Oh, uh, well, what we decided was uh, that we were going to take one topic and, like, deep dive into it. Usually anime, but different other things like Japanese media, games, manga, music, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Yeah, that, that sounds about right. We're going to be sticking to only the highest quality yeah none of that mediocre stuff but the mediocre stuff is the best kind of stuff we will be talking about um to love Rue at one point well, that would mean i'd have to watch it see so yes and then that, i'll make that doesn't you watch sound, it. that doesn't sound right <laughs> you'll you'll love it i promise Maybe we'll, we'll negotiate on that one. I'll make you watch something stupid if you make me watch Two Love Room. Make me watch season two of Orimo. I haven't even made myself watch that. <laughs> <laughs> or no, no, you'll probably just make me watch the Orimo OVAs. Right. Yeah, watch, no, the ONAs. It's the four episode oh. true end arc. Okay, the ONAs. It's okay. all Kuroneko, none, no Kirino. It's, it's the way to go. We can talk about that later in the interviews. Oh no, I think that's gonna be like that's gonna be a whole episode, isn't it? I, I hope future. so. I I could spend a season talking about what emo. It's the oh, best. I'd have to I'd have to rewatch it. Oh my gosh. I it's don't know if I it. could do that. It's fine. As long as we as as long as we fit in there, Aerobanga Sensei. Then we can uh, talk about or we could be like talk about that guy's works, deep sure. dive into his works. Yeah, that guy has problems, but yes, he does. He only knows one kind of story, and that's like older brother loves younger sister. Yes, and it's super weird, like cringe. It's not cringe. It's it's beautiful. It's mm. uh. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I don't understand why you're so for Ero Manga Sensei, but then you're so against Oreimo. It, it's because of Kirino. Because I despise yeah. Kirino as a human being, as a character. All right, fine. We're gonna. We're gonna anyway, we're gonna put a we'll put a pin in this one. Well, let's so put a I pin have, in that one because that we will we will be talking about that one for ages. I have choice words. <laughs> Yes, anyway yes, okay all right so should we go on let's move on to our what will be the first segment of every show from here on out yes we're gonna get a little topical talk about things that have been on our mind the past week 
usually anime-ly speaking. Sometimes not. So what's on your mind this week, Chris? I honestly thought that you were going to say, uh, instead of topical, I thought you were going to say tropical, or kind of make like a pun. Yeah, I could have. Uh, beach that... pun? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I mean, well, I mean, that'd be kind of cringy, though, doing like a bunch of water puns. Who would do that? You would do that. I, I would. Well, uh, the only uh, news thing that I kind of was interested in this week uh was the new crunchyroll subscriptions did you see that uh, uh i guess not i haven't been on crunchyroll for a little for a couple of weeks i guess um do you have a subscription right now oh yeah i do i'm premium as they say all right well you're no longer a premium you're oh. called a fan or whatever so uh the basic membership okay is called fan yeah it's seven dollars a month Oh, seven ninety nine a month, right? Ad free. Um, you get all the titles, simulcasts on days. Basically, the same thing as the the premium membership we have now. Right, as it's always been, so to speak. Yep. And then there is um, Mega Fan. Oh boy. Ten dollars a month for mm. offline viewing and access to four concurrent streams. So four people can log in at the same time, like Netflix. Oh, okay. That that makes more sense. At first, like it's like so I have the power to watch four shows at the same time. That doesn't yeah, sound yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. But like you know, like four people log. That's actually, I, I guess that that could be nice because then you could like share accounts. Yeah. But then like you'd have people judging your queue. Like yeah, they don't want to see your. Uh... Uh, what's that anime? Um, Yosuke Nasora. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm re I'm re rewatching that one, of course. I mean, and then Ultimate Fan is the last tier. Wait, there's another tier. Yes, Hold fifteen on. fifteen dollars a month, offline viewing. Okay. Uh, digital manga library. Hmm. Um, six concurrent streams. Wow. Receive an annual member swag bag. Ultimate fan member swag bag. Oh boy. Then a member only access to exclusive merch and a special benefit that from the Crunchyroll store that provides 25% off of a purchase of $100 every three months. Huh. And then okay. if we go back, and if we go back to uh, the mega fan, it says that right. there's a uh, store benefit as well for fifteen dollars off the purchase every three months. Huh. So, I, I guess that's kind of cool, but at the same time, like, so I mean, they they're gonna have like a manga library now that you can like stuff you can read. They've had one for a while. I never even noticed. Huh. And uh, it's it's because they don't update it a lot. At least I don't uh, think okay. I, I I shouldn't be the one answering this, but because I don't use their manga thing. Um, but apparently they're receiving a lot of hate for this. Yeah, I mean, they're because... implying that like they're implying that weebs have six friends they could share an account with, and that's just that's not true. No, no. no. 
I could maybe scrounge up three other people that don't hate me to share an well, account. <laughs> well, they're receiving hate for it because uh, Netflix provides a, a lot of this stuff that they're uh, doing for free. And yeah, it's not that... like, like offline viewing and stuff like that. Yeah, that's kind of like... Uh... Yeah, and uh, a lot of other people are angry because... Um, they're mad that Crunchyroll has not updated their site in forever. That they're throwing out this membership plan and they have not kind of like fixed the problems they've had with their site. Because I don't know if you've noticed, you can't, you don't even have an inbox right now. It says no, that yeah. there's like a notification for an inbox, but you can't even access it. No, yeah, I've had eight notifications on Redwall or, or on Crunchyroll. Uh, Crunchyroll. For like two years yeah and uh like the whole site uh like it just needs like a rework like a facelift and like sometimes the player doesn't work very well comments on stuff like you like press post and it might like post twice yeah i've seen um, that happen yeah. There's no way to like filter comments either. Like you can't like sort them by anything other than what's Yeah, like, what's recent. Yeah. Yeah. So So like if you like go to like a new show, all you see is like the recent comments. You don't really see top ones. Which is a shame because the top comments are always the funniest, but I don't want to scroll yeah. for a year to find them. Yeah, exactly. But... So anyway, that's like the biggest news thing that I can think of. Um yeah, that's 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 crazy. I didn't I never even noticed that. Yeah. So yeah, I, well, I got my 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 personal opinion on it is that it's uh um I'll I am just gonna stay the regular fan tier. I'm not gonna go anything else. There's like no incentive really for me to go anywhere else or to yeah, have yeah. offline viewing or anything like that. Right, I'm never in a situation where that's nice, like or needed. I never, I never buy on the store. Like, oh, another thing that I remember that I was reading comments from on the on that thread about the the memberships is that a lot of people were mad that the app is not working. Oh, really? And, so they? Yeah. Yes, and they are mad that they removed a lot of Sentai titles. Oh, really? they they did a massive purge of a lot of sentai titles recently oh that just like disappeared that's that's actually really sad yeah it is really sad anyway um that's that's it for that news a bit a little bit what about do you have anything that you'd like to talk about news related uh, i got a quick thing that's kind of been on my radar this is this is slightly old-ish. I mean, relative to internet, this is probably like a few weeks ago where this was happening. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm on Twitter a lot because I love dumpster fires and hate speech, apparently. But, uh, there was a thing going around on Twitter for a while. Have you heard about the the anime, uh, what is it, Uzaki-chan wa Isobitai? Isn't that the like, one with the uh, the girl with the gray hair and the big boobs? Yeah, so... That says Sugoi Dekai on it. Yeah, so it's her. And yeah. I guess some uh, 
some people on Twitter found out about uh, Uzaki and her uh, buxom bosom, and uh, they've taken great offense. And there has been like massive, massive wars happening on Twitter lately about Uzaki. Like, so many people are mad because of like how like. I guess like sexist and like unrealistic she looks and like and there's like been like this like like the artist community on Twitter has been like posting things where like they fix Uzaki like they like draw her different like you know like smaller chest or fatter or things like that but it's kind of like there's been like kind of like a back backlash because this it's like this is like kind of like standard anime like this like pretty much every show has a character like this and it's weird that like this was the the one that finally got people mad even though like i mean in their anime they're like way worse like actually yeah. i watched a couple episodes of Uzaki just to see and like it's actually kind of wholesome like it's yeah, like it's got heard it's like it's got a, isn't, it, isn't it like takagi-san like it, takagi? it's very similar the main male character and then there's main female character and it's like a rom-com kind of thing like yeah i mean it's got fan service obviously because yeah. they almost always do. But, like, for the most part, it's not that bad. Like, there are certainly, like, much worse shows out there in the world of anime. Ooh, like, simulcasts that. Do you know? Uh, or is it geez, even or... simulcasted? I mean, it's probably somewhere I... Part of me thinks it's... Uh... Uh, oh, the one, the one you like? Yeah. Yes, the one favorite, that I like. Your favorite site. Yeah, um, my favorite ever. Yeah, it, uh, I, it might be with them. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, been that's been exclusively what my Twitter feed has been for a couple of weeks now. Oh, wow. And it's, it's both, like, just, like, it's just very surprising and just very funny. Because both so, sides are so angry at each other for something so dumb. So what is your but, opinion on it? I think there are definitely some anime that probably deserve some like righteous fury for like how inappropriate they are. There are definitely some when they like really objectify like either sex really. Like there's some there's some bad stuff out there. And I don't think Kuzaki-chan deserves it. I I completely agree with what the artist said. Like um if you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. Right, and like you shouldn't get mad at it just for it existing. Like as as someone who has watched a lot of terrible shows in my life and enjoy the heck out of them, like for example, High School DxD. Oh, oh no, um, that one is pretty uh, pretty out there, but it's it's, it's fun. And uh, even though the main character is super perv, it's it's a fun show. And um, and if you don't like it, then you don't like it. I mean, you don't right. have to like complain and like get angry at the artist for how dare you do this. Right. At least that's my opinion. Yeah it, it it bothers me when people get like that, especially where it's like. Because, like, most of the outrage is coming from, like, outside the anime community. So it's, like, people who just, like, don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, they saw, like, they saw, like, one person make a tweet about it, and they're, like, oh, this is my time for fighting. Like, 
Um, the Twitter the, warriors out there. Should we move on to the other stuff? The real, the real topic of today, I guess. Yes, let's let's move on. So with this first episode, we've, we're going to kind of do things a little bit differently. Like, like most of the time, we're going to kind of pick like one show or like or like one kind of specific topic and just like really kind of get into the meat of it. But today, since this is like our, you know, it's the it's episode one. It's the pilot episode. We figured it would be best to kind of introduce uh, myself and Chris a little, share our history with anime, like how we came across it, our opinions on it, our likes and dislikes. We'll share some of our favorite anime just to give you all out there in podcast land a kind of a taste of our taste, I guess. That sound right? Yes. All right. Well, um, Tell me, tell me about yourself. Tell All right. people, tell, tell the people out there about a little about yourself. All right. Well, my name is Suede. I am a Virgo. Hi, Suede. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, my blood type is no. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. What do we want to include for this, like? I don't know, just like uh, how how did you start out with like anime, I should say? I can remember like around seven or eight years old and every because, you know, my family didn't have cable. So the only cartoons I got to see were Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. On the Fox box. I don't know if you ever if you remember that. So that I got to watch a bunch of uh, four kids adapted anime. Oh, boy. So. So I watched the good version of Yu-Gi-Oh as a kid. Oh my gosh! Did you see the good version of uh, One Piece? Oh yeah, that that pirate rap. Oh that my was, gosh! That was the jam in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my gosh, four kids. That brings back horrible memories. Yeah, I, I still unironically love the the like early like One Piece dub. I think it's a special kind of bad. Oh yeah, it's, it really it's is. Still, it's so You're special. Right. Yes, yeah, so I watched Sanji with the Brooklyn accent and uh... his Brooklyn accent, his lollipop that he always had. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, um, that's great stuff. That's great. Stuff. It was. It's like that was like my original exposure to anime. But then, like the first time I heard of like anime as like as anime like where i was like oh yeah it's like a japanese cartoon was in middle school and my friend was telling me about this like awesome new show that was on cartoon network called naruto Ooh. and it, that was like the newest thing like forget pokemon that was for kids and he talked to me into watching like it was like episode four or five by that point like the very first episode of naruto i ever saw was the episode where he spends the whole time trying to sneak into a woman's bath disguised as a woman himself that was your first like so that was jump into the series was that episode that was my introduction to naruto and then to just like anime in general and i was like this stuff is stupid <laughs> like who would watch this <laughs> so that was your first hot take on it was like ooh, this is weird that was my hot take on japan i was like this country's dumb <laughs> like they're just a bunch of pervs or whatever but like i don't know eventually like and a year or two later the same friend who was just a super, super anime nerd. He started getting me into, like to all the shows. 
Yeah. And at least, you know, all the shows are available on cable. I didn't I didn't know about such a thing as the internet at the time. So I got into Naruto, I got into Bleach, I got into the new version of One Piece I had at that point that was a much better dub. The Funimation um, dub, yeah. Yeah, the Funimation dub of One Piece. A bunch of others, I'm sure. Can't think of them off the top of my head. Basically, it's like, because there was that, like, the Toonami block, basically, on, on Cartoon Network. I just, I watched anything that was on it. Like, uh, I I remember a couple of things that were on there, like Cowboy Bebop. Yes, yeah, so uh, that was I saw my first couple episodes of that. Trigun. That, I, yeah, I saw Trigun a little. And it was always, it was always like bits and pieces, like, because I can never, like, consistently get it every week when they came out. Yeah. I think that's how I first like saw like Code Geass, and and that's when I probably started realizing like, oh man, anime is actually pretty cool. You know, at that point, it was like, ah, there's only like seven or eight anime that exist. I guess that's all that's ever on Cartoon Network. And then, but, did you find out about the internet? Yeah. So in 2012, I learned about a thing called Google. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. My family never had a computer growing up, so I didn't get it. Like, I got a laptop once I moved out and was like going to college. And at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember watching, like, Naruto. I want to, like, see if, like, I can find that somewhere. And then I found, I don't know, one of those really crappy, like, anime streaming sites that has, like, like a thousand banner ads everywhere. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, yeah, those. Yeah. I, I remember a couple of them. I can't remember what it was called, but it was one of those ones. And then I found out that there were, like, hundreds and, like, thousands sure. of anime shows. And so 2012 was the year where I accomplished nothing because I watched so much anime. What was like a yeah. standout show during that time? Do you have that like one show that you watched that like kind of like blew your mind? Do you have like one of those? I think a show that like, it kind of like changed my perspective on like, I guess what anime could be because for the most part, like I watched like a lot of like the shonen anime, you know, Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto, it, it's just like all fights. Yep. And then I came across, I can't even remember how, I think, uh, actually, I think I, what I did is I Googled like, you know, best anime or something. And that's when I found a uh, revolutionary girl, Utena. And that show was, was astounding. Yeah. Utena is so awesome because like it is still it's still technically a fighting anime because that's like a ma major part of it is like the duels she has with like the other students i kind of hope we could like do like a proper episode just on utena sometime because that show is awesome but yeah what's the guy's name that does it i can tell you in half a second let's see revolutionary girl utena the director was ikuhara yeah, uh, that's that. That's the same Mikara. Yeah, yeah. So he's been involved in many, many stellar projects. Um, yeah. I, well, stellar maybe is not the right word. I think Utena might still be his best work, you know, personal opinion. But he's done. He did uh, Moari, uh, Penguin Drum. Sarazanmai. Sarazanmai, which <laughs> um, may have single-handedly destroyed anime. <laughs> in a lot of ways that was okay you know, i bet we could we could probably spend an episode talking about that one too because i could go into so many reasons for why i am scarred for forever and ever yeah and i think apparently he was also involved in sailor moon i don't know in what capacity but i guess he was pretty prominent with that show as well so he's done you know this is a big deal 
yeah utena like blew my mind because it was like there was like so much like i guess like meaning to everything like because like it's it's very it's very much one of those shows where like there's like the surface level events of what's going on and then there's like the symbolism of everything like every yeah. character like represents like a certain aspect of like like, like angst essentially like they all have like their hang-ups it's like really like holding them back and that's like why they're like fighting in these duels basically because they they have like this like one dream where like they like need to get it no matter what and as like the show goes on you realize like in a lot of ways like utena like i mean you know she's the main character so like you're supposed to root for her but like you kind of realize like man like every character kind of deserves what they want like because of like what's going on with them like yeah like even like the villains are like pretty sympathetic and like is this like one of the shows where, like like i'd like i know i i go back and think about that show so much like like wow. can i go you go back and watch an episode and be like oh, i didn't even like notice this or that or think about like this aspect of it like really that's, so, I don't that's know, that, very that was that's very interesting yeah, so that was that was when I realized that like anime could be more than just silly fun. Yeah, but, and then there was like basically this whole new door opens, and then you try to like find others like it and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, so so you um, had your uh, big craze in two two thousand twelve, and then fast forward to around this time what has kind of changed with that or have you still been like watching a lot of stuff or i still i still watch anime quite a bit yeah i, I still watch a few like of the new shows every season and i am like slowly working my way like through some like the older classics as well yeah and i mean i have uh committed to the perhaps unwise goal of completing one piece <laughs> it is very unwise <laughs> like 200 odd episodes in so you know like 700 more to go or something stupid yeah at least it's a goal it is it's it's one of those goals like becoming president or something you know or it's like yeah maybe you could do it <laughs> yeah maybe maybe one day <laughs> if i try hard enough <laughs> As long as I watch two episodes a week, I eventually have to catch up, right? Uh, that's, that's how the maybe. math works. <laughs> All right. So how much like weekly shows do you watch? Do you watch a lot or? Uh... Um, not a lot. I mean, I kind of pick and choose ones that just like look interesting. And then maybe once the season's over, I'll go back and see what was like highly rated or like what's getting a lot of memes yeah. on Reddit. Because that can also determine maybe not a good show, but at least an entertaining show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like how uh, a couple seasons ago there was that Masaki Uasa one that everyone was talking about, Azokin. Oh yeah, Azokin. Azokin was a ton of fun. That was that's a blast to watch. Yeah, like it really was. And I guess just a side, small side tangent. What was so amazing about Azokin? Were those like um like alternate universe scenes they did where like they like dived into like their own shows yeah and like the like the the uh the animation style would change drastically every time 
and that was the best. Like, yeah. Like Azokin was like so cool for that because like if I if I had one gripe with anime, it's that a lot of anime looks the same. That is very true. And so like those rare shows are like that like really have like a distinct style like distinct style to them, just like automatically get so many points for me just for being like different to look at. Yeah. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of anime has changed over the years. It's sometimes it's changed in good ways, I feel like. In other t- other ways it's bad ways. But that's a whole another topic for another day. Yeah, we can <laughs> talk about the older versus new. Yeah, that's uh like modern anime versus classic anime. Or right. uh, uh like the the 2000s era versus uh last 2010 era oh yeah sure. and, yeah uh, just even like those or like the post computer era like is all yeah anime has anime has evolved so much from like what it feels like when i started it's changed yeah, yeah for better or worse but and now here you are deep anime dive podcast episode one yep i've i've hit the bottom this is seen enough that we can that we can talk about different topics and (laughs) i think younger me would probably hate me for like knowing so much about so much like useless junk yeah my my trivia list is off the scale when it comes to these shows yeah that feels after seeing as much as i've seen I don't even want... Yeah, when we when we get to that, like, yeah, just just you hold on. Chris has watched too much officially. <laughs> I didn't know it was possible. But too much happened. No, it's it's well, it's not too much when you think of it as like that. I've been watching for over. Actually, yeah, it's kind of too much. <laughs> It is. You told me your like your your count number on anime list. That's not okay. So you had like one year of like binging, right? Like I had one year of super hard binging. And then you kind of just panned out and then just started like downclining a bit. Yeah, I declined. Like I still watch a fair amount, but like I also like do other things, like have a job and play yeah. video games instead of like like I, I literally like last summer of 2012 I don't think I left my bed except maybe to like venture for food okay. like it was it was a problem yeah I my my mine was longer than yours yeah. <laughs> of that period but uh well as for me um I started off with um anime uh, the first thing that I actually heard of, um, I should like backtrack a bit more. I was super into Final Fantasy as a kid. Uh, Final Fantasy okay. X was my favorite game, and okay. um, I loved Ten Two as well. When I got into um, junior high, I met a guy. And he was telling me, "Oh, did you did you see that Final Fantasy VII movie?" And then I'm like, "No, what's that?" He's like, "Oh, it's so cool. 
So I watched that, and that was kind of like, I don't know if you'd call that anime, but I mean, that was, it was the Japanese studio. So yeah, that was my first like foray into. There is something out there that's different. Okay. So I, I saw that, and then I was blown away by that at the time. Like my mind was blown. I. Uh, the guy who gave it to me like pirated it i think and like burned it on a dvd and i watched it like five times <laughs> and then uh, after that like i went to high school and i started to see some things that were on toonami i think like naruto okay. stuff like that i had also had like this it's kind of like on-demand service um, you know how Comcast has that like on-demand thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And they had an anime section. Okay. And it had like a couple shows. And the main show that got me into anime besides Naruto was Full Metal Panic, actually. Really? Yeah. See, I've never seen that one. I've heard of it. Yeah, that was one of the first ones I saw. And Interesting. That, that got me into a lot of things. First thing was it got me into J-pop. Hmm. Um, that was like my gateway was the opening and ending of that of that series. Okay. It also opened up. Oh my gosh, there's these other types of anime that's not that's not like Naruto. Like there was other ones on there that were interesting, and um i kind of just like dived into that once i uh gra i graduated actually i wouldn't say that i graduated i'd say it was like around that time when i was like in eighth or ninth grade was okay. when i started binging and yeah. um i binged for ages like uh i feel like my binge era lasted about maybe three or four years wow impressive it, um i just kept on wanting to devour show after show after show and i remember like i had my laptop like downstairs in my in my base in my parents basement and i had it up and i was like watching like shakugan no shana on there that's one of the memories i have is watching that show at or uh hitman reborn on this little tiny screen in my in, in my parents basement like not oh, getting God. up and like watching it the entire day wow those were those were some fun days and i remember i got through like 26 episodes in a day some days or just like finished a 12 episode series in one day yeah i i completely devoured anime at that point and it was it was pretty great after after that um i just when i graduated i discovered uh airing anime oh recently airing anime that there was stuff coming out every week so i started that i also discovered uh, my anime list at that point and I became a anime list enthusiast because I uh, yeah. love having things in lists. It's like 
it's like something that's like very like stressful leaving from for me is like having lists okay. for things okay i began cataloging everything that i've seen and i have done that um uh, religiously for the past like 11 years or more i don't remember but uh I remember the first uh, weekly show that I watched was, I think it was Endless Eight from Haruhi Suzumiya. How was that? It was something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I also watched Kobato. It was like a clamp, clamp um, series. I remember that uh, yeah. vividly as like one of huh. the like first weekly anime that I watched pandora hearts stuff like that okay and uh um essentially from that point i was i stopped like didn't really stop binging hardcore i kind of just like started focusing on the recently airing stuff and i would watch like i think the highest i ever got was like 25 a season that i want to say that's absurd I think that was my highest number at one point because I was just like I would just want to watch everything, and everything sounded good to me. So, like at twenty five a season, I think that would be everything that season. Yes, it's leaving no stone unturned. Yes, exactly. Basically, my entire anime history has played out just like uh, I don't know if you've ever you've you've heard of the YouTuber Giga, right? yes no yeah you show me some of his videos yes he has that one video that's like an anime uh the complete life of, of an anime fan or something like that yeah 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 the life the, the life cycle of an anime fan i think that's what it's called yeah i think that's the one you showed me even yes and he how he lays it out is exactly what i went through um i went through my binge period then after i kind of like I saw like a lot of shows that made me like, like that blew my mind away. Like for example, Ureka Seven, that one blew my mind away. Um, Gurren Logan, you know the classics. Yeah, sure. Um, Some of which I Full still Metal. need to see. Yeah. Um, Colonnade, that really blew my mind away. I kind of just like wanted to only watch the good stuff so i started to like condense what i watched then i started to become really picky and i really regret that period in my life when i (laughs) became really picky because i think i missed out on a lot of good shows well not not particularly good but that were fun okay and then uh, I uh, kind of like stopped watching for a while. I played some games, only watched like one or two a season. After when I came back from Japan, I was like, I'm going to, I don't really care what I watch anymore. I started watching stuff that I would have never watched back in the day. Uh, my like filter like just went off and I started just not care anymore. That made anime so much more enjoyable for me because I would go yeah. instead of going into the show being like, oh, my gosh, if this is not a like masterpiece, then why am I watching it? It was like, 
oh, this has like a dumb, um, dumb story. It has a, a lame uh, male protagonist, but the the girls are funny and the jokes are funny, and um, it's just a good time. And then that's how I ended up here today. Yeah, that's basically just my entire history. A wiser and happier man. Yes, even though I have watched. 900 um anime series according to my anime list well it says 899 right now but tonight i will watch uh something and it'll give me 900 so it'll be 900 yeah i hope it's a good show to commemorate the occasion well my anime list also counts for like movies so um uh, i think i think it might be uh my watch promare or uh yep promare yeah or I have that one, and I have um, Weathering With You. I was going to okay. watch either one of those for I, my 900. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about Weathering With You, but Promare is fantastic if you want a fun time. Uh, weathering With You is, is Makoto Shinkai. Okay, so that one's probably also good. Yeah, it's his follow-up to uh, Your Name. Like a sequel, or just like no, this is the next one he's done? It's just the next one he's done. Okay, okay. That one's also probably good, but it might be sad then. Yeah, it will probably be. So, your favorite anime is uh, Utena. What What is like your top top five? Can you give top me that five? Uh, do you have like Do you have like that in your head, or like uh, to make it easier, top three? Sure. I mean, I could probably. Yeah. How about? Yeah, I can give you a top three, and then maybe I could like throw out a couple other like recent ones I really like too. Yeah. Because if I lift, if I list my top three, I'm gonna sound super old. Okay. Because <laughs> they're all from the '90s, but um. So yeah, so Revolutionary Girl Utena is. It it's like with my top three, it's really hard. To decide like which one's like my my real absolute favorite like Utena was like the first like like wow show I ever saw, yeah. So that one's definitely up there, and then another show that I actually watched right after Utena, um, Key the Metal Idol, which yeah. I think unfortunately has like it's kind of become obscure nowadays. I think like it's kind of like a it's kind of known amongst like the hardcore like anime people i think but it's i i haven't even seen that one all the way through really oh it's it's definitely not like a perfect show like there's a lot of i think problems with the pacing of it which yeah. i think is why like which is kind of what held it down from becoming like one of like the true greats but the story of it is so good it's essentially just fo it's following the story of this uh, robot named Tokiko, or Ki, and her her journey to become like a real living girl. Yeah, like her inventor slash grandfather, like tells her that like if she can make thirty thousand friends, then she'll become real. And so she she sets out to become like a J-pop idol, basically. Hmm. So that's that's like kind of like the central premise is she's like trying to become. She's trying to become a star. She's trying to become an idol. So, I mean, like, if you really boil it down, it's sci-fi Pinocchio at its okay. very core. 
but like it's like the 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 side characters like the villains i mean it's it's a very uh it's like a very dark show like the premise doesn't sound like it the whole point of the show was the uh director was basically like because the director um let me see his name was sato hiroaki um he did he was the director and the screenplay writer and he basically was just like rip like the whole movie was like a criticism just like ripping apart like the japanese music industry and like how brutal it is really because uh back in the 90s um like a like a Japanese pop star could expect to be popular for three to six weeks. That was their lifespan in the limelight, and then they would be like tossed aside and forgotten. And they'd usually end up like like either just like forgotten or like at best they ended up forgotten. Usually they ended up like in way worse situations. Like it was it was awful. And uh like Key of the Metal Idol is kind of just like about that side of japan so it's it's like pretty pretty hard to watch sometimes but it's so good really anyway i'll have to try it give it another shot yeah i mean and the pacing is a problem like it it becomes very like it's a very slow kind of show yeah like so that can make it hard to watch i i mean i think overall it's it's way worth it yeah definitely do so you have a utana Key the metal idol. I'll be less detailed now, I promise. Uh no, no, it's fine. That's fine. It's good. Uh my I guess my next one for the three would be uh Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay, yeah. Which yeah, that one's good. Which, you know, it's a it's another shonen show. And what I love about it, it didn't overstay its welcome. Like it's it's like the perfect like battle show. Like Yeah. Like it's very formulaic in a lot of ways. Like, if you look at the arcs, it's literally like like a quartet of villains, then battle tournament, quartet of villains, battle tournament, then like quartet of villains, battle tournament, like, like, it's very, like, predictable in that way. But like, the characters are so good. Um, like the, the main cast, uh, Yusuke, Kuwabata, Akurama, and Hiei, like, like, it's just like the perfect, like, archetypes for it, like. Got like the sassy guy and the tsundere guy, and yeah, got the the dumb jock, and then like the clever sly person. It, it's like it just it's really well designed, and it's like like that one and Dragon Ball Z are kind of like, or I guess Dragon Ball even are kind of like the origin of like basically like every modern like shonen, like everything kind of like lead back to one of those two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yu Yu Hakusho is a, uh, it's one of the uh, staples. It's, it really like set the standard for a lot of showing shows that we have nowadays. Yeah, um, and it's it, very good. it doesn't doesn't overstay its welcome either. Like it's 112 episodes, as opposed to most shonen nowadays, which will never end if they can help it. Are you throwing shade at One Piece there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> One. Piece at least with one piece like i feel like oda has a plan where he's going yeah and he's not like wait like i mean the anime is absolutely wasting the viewers time but the manga is really good <laughs> like, um did did you know that uh oda is said that the final arc is about to start i think really i read a uh 
an article that said that the next arc is probably going to be the last one. That's actually fascinating, and I need to start watching it faster. Yeah. I would like to catch up in time for that. but Yeah, I, I kind of want to catch up for that as well, because uh, uh, from what I've read of One Piece, it's it's uh, so fascinating. It's It's really good. It's a great one, but no, I mean, I'm. So I'd say One Piece is like like the one exception that kind of deserves how long it is. Yeah, like it's not like there's actually like content to it, but I mean, yeah. like if you look You're at like Naruto, about... yeah, or like Bleach, or like like or like even uh, that kind of like wanna... overstate its welcome a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, like, because like the first few seasons of Naruto are like are like are honestly excellent, and then it kept going. <laughs> yeah, like it really should have wrapped up a bit quicker, and then Bleach, I think the author just didn't know how to end it, and so that's why that kept going. For me, for Bleach, I, in my opinion, I think it was because the author, uh, everyone was seeing that he was reusing the same ideas over and over again. That all the arcs kind yeah. of like followed like the similar format, yeah. so that's kind of like what happened to that show. That killed it. I mean, honestly, because yeah. like I loved Bleach when it came out, and then I watched Yu Yu Hakusho later, and I realized that Bleach is basically Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, like like very like he you know he changed it enough, especially like the very first arc is like absurdly similar because because Ichigo like. The, you know, the show starts with him dying, and then, like, the, the Soul Society's like, oh, we'll bring you back to life, but you gotta start doing crap for us. And then, yeah. I mean, that's, like, literally, like, the exact same thing, like, Yu Yu Hakusho starts with, essentially. But just, yeah. So, uh, what are your other honorable mentions? I'll do a couple of recent ones that I, that have really stood out to me. Um, just, like, from the last couple of years, anyhow. Um, one that has become like a new favorite of mine is Dogoro. Uh, oh, from that, I think that was that just last year. Yeah, that one. That um, Dogoro is was just fantastic. It was like the perfect length, like twenty four episodes. I think was just like was like perfect for like the story it wanted to tell. Mm. Like it had, there was there was a bit of a formula to it. Like there's kind of like a monster of the week aspect to it. It did it so well that I didn't care. If yeah. that makes sense like there's so much like moral ambiguity to it where it's like it's again it's one of those shows where like you know you have like the heroes of the show that like you're supposed to be cheering for and like as it goes on like you know it adds just enough like grayness to like to a hyakimaru towards the end and also to like you know his brother tahomaru where it's like you kind of see both sides where like you know i don't really know who i should be rooting for here <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. so that's a good one and, you know, it's also like you know samurai anime. There aren't enough of those. It's there really is a it's a great genre, and I think it's been ignored for the last like fifteen years. Uh, I I think they recently had a little bit of an upsurge a bit. With, I hope uh, so because with Dororo, Demon Slayer, yeah, Golden Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So ho hopefully it kind of comes back because because yeah it. Because I think before like Dodoro came out, like what was the last like good samurai show? Maybe when was like Samurai Champloo? Uh, yeah, before that, early two thousands. Yeah. Probably Samurai Champloo. 
maybe Inuyasha, depending on your feelings of that. Yeah. Counts as Isekai or Samurai. It's both. <laughs> Actually, I I wouldn't really call it Samurai. I would just call it Isekai. It's just Isekai. Yeah, it's it's pretty heavily fantasy, I guess. So yeah, probably doesn't count. Yeah, so Dororo is a great honorable men- mention for like proof that anime can be good still. And then I'd say, let's see, for one, I mean, honestly, probably Azoken. Like, I really, I really enjoyed Azoken. Okay. That's a, that's a good, like, uh, two from recently. Those are really good. All right. So, uh, so what about, what for you? Like, what would you say your top three and or five would be? Um, well, my top three, the first one would be Aria of the Animation, um, okay. Aria the Natural, and Aria the Origination. Okay, so that um, so that's season one, two, series. and three. Yeah, the whole series. Okay. Um, Aria the Original Origination has a special place in my heart. It's kind of just about uh, cute girls doing cute things, but it's uh, cute girls trying to become tour guides in uh, replica Venice place. So it's very okay. wholesome okay. and relaxing. That's nice. Uh, fun fact about that, I backed it on Kickstarter um, to get the Blu-rays in the U.S. Okay, yeah, because yeah, um, you're getting those in the mail. Yep. And they just finished that, and I have all of it on Blu-ray now. I'm really happy about that. Um, it's the the guy who made it. He said that um, he made it because he wanted people to watch something after work that would relax them. And it's uh, okay. It's very much that. See, that sounds nice. Uh, what I love about it is that the first season kind of like just introduces you to the world introduces you to the characters season two kind of goes into the mysterious and mythical aspect of the world around them and um as well as developing characters and season three is the conclusion it like completely concludes the characters it um and is is really tear jerking and uh very powerful it's it's great so uh that would be my first one then probably second would be maho shoujo magical magica yeah yeah i know how you feel about that one but um for me madoka came into my life at the time um and i watched it weekly and watching it weekly um, really uh, made the experience a 10 out of 10. And it's something okay. that I will never forget. Because I remember when it came out, there were there was like a Wikipedia page that had like all the fan theories. And it was like so like long of oh, like man. what was going to happen. And it was so fascinating to like read those and like uh react with people as each episode came out and even without Mm. that i would still call it a 10 out of 10 anime because it really it really changed uh the magical girl genre Mm. and kind of brought a new 
kind of brought a new spin on it that no one had ever seen before or that people have seen but hadn't seen very much of yeah that that's fair that's true so and and i loved all the characters in it too and uh even though the movie is very uh, uh controversial um i still love it so madoka is up there okay then um third i would have to say is ureka 7 um oh, recently okay. i i would i would probably inch that above third login wow it's that good <laughs> yeah ureka 7 like i remember watching it on i think it was tsunami back in the day okay i think it was on tsunami and i loved it back uh, back then it was it was really cool but it wasn't until um i rewatched it um i think like four or five years ago that it really cemented in my place and my top 10 because um the main character does a really great trans the main characters do really great transformations and like really like grow up like the the main um character renton he starts off kind of like just this kid really annoying kid but um throughout his time and throughout those 50 episodes he just grows into a better person and grows up from that kid and becoming a whole different person and same with Eureka too. Like Eureka, the main girl, she also goes through a transformation as well. It's fascinating to watch, and the lore and the history behind like the mechs and the um, how the mechs run and the whole just the whole world is really really cool. Like there's just so many interesting things in there interesting lore pieces interesting world building it's really great so yeah i'd say that those three would be my top three all right those are some good choices then uh recently honorable mentions kaguya sama love is war oh yeah that is a that's a good one yeah that that got in my top 10 um because it's a beautiful show and i and i've read the entire manga now uh, I binged it the other day because <laughs> I had to know. Of course you and yeah. uh, binging it made me put the uh, the anime at in my top ten. And I really hope, really hope that there's another season. It would be amazing if there was. I mean, I think it's been popular enough. It probably yeah, will. I think it will at some point, but it's it's really great. And then the other honorable mention. Other two honorable mentions that I would say would be Fruits Basket 2020 and 2019 and 2020. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a really, really, really good adaption to a really good manga. And they're really doing it justice and making me care about each of the characters. And it looks like there is going to be a third season, a final season. Oh, man, we actually get to see what happens next. Yeah. Oh, well, the, the first original series um, covered 
and the first season are covered like the same um, era. So this this second season has been like all new stuff that has not been animated before. Okay. See, I still only see season two of this one, so. And it's and it's been like showing a lot more about the characters and di- diving deep into them, and it's really good. I look forward to that every single Monday. I like sit and like watch it, just like with my mouth held open and just. It's great. It's great. And then the last last thing recently, I would say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Ascendance of a Bookworm. Oh, really? Yes. That was surprisingly very good. And I binged that one. Uh, I didn't watch that one weekly. It's just about the the girl who it's an isekai about a girl who like loved books and endless desire to read books and then she dies and um she's reborn into this new world where there is no books oh bummer so she with the knowledge that she's gotten from our world starts wants to like make books Hmm. so i've been watching that one i well i just finished that one second season of that Uh, okay and it's going to get a third season, I believe. Oh. So and that's another reason to watch it. Yeah, I will I will add that to my to my reel to watch list then. <laughs> instead of the fake one that I put most of your suggestions on. Well, anyway, let's uh let's round off by saying like how we like met each other. I guess. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, we met when we were in Japan together. That is correct. Lived together for about like, what was it? Two months? Uh, yeah, just about two months. months. Like a month. Yeah, two months, I think. Yeah. It was like seven or eight weeks. It's not super long, but. And that was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Went to uh, Neo many nights. Ah, uh, yes. The greatest uh, secondhand store in the world. Yes, it, it was. And for those who don't know, um, uh, yeah, Neo is a secondhand store. But the best part about it is, so you walk inside the store, and uh, the first floor, it's like all these like clothing, and you're like, oh, that's it's just like a clothing store. But then you like look to your left, and then there's stairs going up. You go yeah. up the stairs, and then there's like this whole section of like figures and like i think it was like airsoft guns maybe yeah it was it was a mod like this hodgepodge of yeah the best thing and i remember seeing like a big like uh iron man figure there yeah then no one will ever buy because it was like 500 bucks yeah and then then you get to the third floor and you start walking up and then you turn and then bam there's this giant anime filled room where there's like manga on one side games on another and then figures in the back just figures upon figures so many figures so many just just overflowing out of bins 
Oh my gosh. It was beautiful. I dream about that place all the time. I do. I mean, I still like, I am, as we talk, I'm looking at my shelf covered in figures that I bought from Neo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. Back to America. Yeah, I remember I bought that Homura figure there. That weird yeah. Homura. Homura yeah, you got, your, you got your fancy Homura. I have my my regular Homura. I bought like a thousand CDs there. You bought so many CDs. I bought a bunch of like PlayStation 2 games. I think I have like the entire Tales series in Japanese now. And you bought that Oriemos thing. Yeah, I have an Oreimo dating sim for PlayStation 3, which is oh, yeah. my most treasured possession. And it was like a limited edition, too. It was the limited edition release. So, like, it came with, like, a CD. It came with, like, this, like, giant art book. It came with, like, a bonus Blu-ray disc of, like, all of the animated scenes in the game. It's, like, some bonus, like, audio tracks. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. We we got so much stuff from there. It's, it's I remember best. I remember getting them all into boxes and then shipping it home. <laughs> yeah. I I think I had to too. Like I got at least one or two boxes of junk. Yeah, Cho choosing the longest shipping because we knew we were gonna be in Japan for a while. Right. Yeah. That's and then not. like uh, putting them into the box and then going over there and uh, looking the people in the face, being like, "Yeah, it's just." It's just figures and anime stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't remember what what you all bought, but apparently, like, uh, oh no, I don't know if I should say this on the air. Actually, um, uh, I've already you've already to, committed. I, you already committed. I, I, I committed. Um, <laughs> I may have falsified some documents on my shipping label in order to not get fined. Um, oh my gosh because <laughs> some of the things i shipped home were things that were like actually like like you weren't like weren't you know, allowed like, were, to. yeah i wasn't allowed to import them technically like especially like what the, um the games actually really technically speaking like i don't know if like because you know like how like the a lot of that kind of stuff is like region locked yeah like you need to have like like if you want to play like Japanese PlayStation games, you have to have a Japanese PlayStation. Yeah. At least for DVDs, I think for for a PlayStation Three and above, like it's like we're in the same region, so it's fine at that point. Yeah, it is. Apparently, it's like technically against some uh, rules, like not in a big way, but like like because I bought a Japanese PlayStation Two, and at least thirty Japanese PlayStation Two games. Oh and, wow. Uh, yeah, you didn't even see half the ones I bought. I bought a bunch in some other places. Um, oh yeah, in other places that you were telling me about. Yeah, so I have so many. Yeah, because like on the uh, on the sheet that you have to fill out for like when you're shipping it, like it, you know, it specifically says like you know you can't you know ship game consoles, and so I yeah. just made it. I made it super vague. Like I think I said like I had. Um, I said it because like I I listed that I had games in there like oh well what kind of games I'm like oh you know board games those are fine right <laughs> <laughs> wow so, break uh, uh, getting cheating the system how could you 
And uh, just <laughs> just as like a legal qualifier for uh, any like, you know, anyone out there listening that might be relevant to, I'm totally joking. That never happened. You can't, you can't uh-huh. come after me. <laughs> so for legal reasons, totally a joke. I think I think I hear knocking on our door right now. No, it's fine. <laughs> they have to get me to admit to my full to my name, and I they can't they can't get it to happen. So yeah, we uh, we had a lot of fun times together. We lived in uh, Tokuyama, uh, uh, Shunan, Tokuyama. Shunan Prefecture, and uh, no, Shunan or... I think was the the big city. Or I oh, think, was that the was that the nearby city that we were? Yeah, I think I think uh, I want to say that Tokuyama is Shunan. I think they're like one and the same. Actually, I think you're right. I I remember someone explaining that to me. Like I think Shunan was like yeah. the old name, maybe, or Tokuyama was the old name. Yeah, Tokuyama remember. was the old name, and then the new name was Shunan. Okay, that's how it was. Yeah, because Japan likes to do that sometimes. They're like, "Yeah, we don't like this name anymore." Yeah, we had a we had a we had a lot of fun times, like going to uh, Indo Curry. Oh yeah, that's that, really good Indo Curry place. Basement little Indo Curry place. Oh yeah, that was one of the greatest place in the world. That, the first time we went there, I was half sure we'd be dragged into a kitchen and stabbed yeah <laughs> so ghetto. it was ghetto and you had to like go like underneath the shoten guy and it was like kind of like out of place yeah like, there's like two guys running it yeah like they like didn't speak japanese very well or english yeah. like i think i'm trying to figure, i wonder where they were from maybe it actually might have been like from india but yeah and then we had like a lot of good conversations with them. They were very interesting people. Yeah, they were super friendly, especially since we went there like several times a week. Yeah, and the food was amazing. Like uh, I haven't had a place that was similar to that over here. And I mean, the, the second I came home, I tried all the Indo curry places around here, and it's it's not the same. Yeah, it's a bummer. But and then, uh, yeah, we. Uh, then came back from the from Japan, and you started coming to my uh, my friend's Blu-ray group. Yeah, uh, the infamous so, Blu-ray group. Yes. For those that don't know, uh, I used to. So this is a long story, long, uh, but I'll try to get it keep it short. Essentially, um, I used to be president of the of an anime club at our local university. At that time, we could not play Blu-rays at kind of like our meeting places because they didn't have a Blu-ray player. But they had like Blu-ray players in the library. So I was like, hey, let's just make like a second group. If we want to watch these Blu-rays, the things in higher quality, let's just go there. So we started doing that every week. And then we met like every week for, for years. Once I quit the anime club, um, we just kept on going. We watched like new airing stuff. We watched old stuff. We watched a lot. Uh, I've heard tales. I've heard tales of this. Yes, we watched good stuff. We watched scarring stuff. Yeah. And and my words, it's called brain breaking stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it 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 was a lot of fun. 
uh, those times. And uh, I wish we we still did it, but as me not having a TV at the moment really oh, yeah, dampers the uh, died. Yeah. You died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah, because you touched it. Only once. <laughs> so it did it was three days before. Yes. I, and then um I call coincidence. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. Um and then we uh um then we moved um you found got this this place and then I moved in with you. Yeah, that's and that's about it. That's the, the gist. Yeah, so yeah. we've known each other for gosh, like I guess five years now. Like Yeah. Something like, like that. We met. I yeah, twenty fifteen, I think. It was like yeah. early so it wasn't it was like the spring, I think. Was it? Or no, it was during Suyu. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was raining the whole time we knew each other. Yeah, yeah. There was would, there were so many times that we, we couldn't really go out because of the rain. Yeah, or like we was, were just with, like riding bikes in the rain. I was just I remember being sad and wet with you a lot. And also I wanna point out that I don't think I had yeah. known you for like even ten minutes before you asked me about anime. Really? Yeah. I remember that distinctly. I think I was like still like unpacking things onto my like desk or like something, like emptying my suitcase. And then you're like, so uh you watch anime? It was super quick, not subtle. And I think you're preaching about Madoka Magica within an hour. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. Th those were some good times, like Oh yeah, that was some of my favorite time in Japan. Yeah, I I I really liked uh and and I really liked the Suyu uh time that we were in. It, I, I I really liked the rain, even though it was a pain sometimes. That that's where we differ, I guess. Really? You didn't like yeah. Suyu? I'm very cat like. I don't like being wet. Oh wow. <laughs> At least like if I'm like in normal clothes, like if I'm like in a swimsuit, then sure, being wet is expected. As I was like usually wearing like quite nice clothes, it had to be, they're like dry clean only. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer to get wet so much. Yeah, that's that that's very true. But well, I, I mean, I do know what you mean though, because it's a very green time of the year too. Like, yeah, very green. So, so yeah, that's and then we uh, then we uh, started to. Uh, talk about doing a podcast i thought you were joshing me no i i i i kind of always wanted to do one um because um i used to listen to one like a while ago i listened to like the one piece official podcast i watched that listened to that for a while like i think like okay. seven years ago wow and then uh i stopped and then there was like another one called that anime show or something like that where it was like anime voice actors talking and stuff like that that was pretty cool hmm. and then uh i hadn't really like listened to any other podcasts um and then once a uh, mutual friend austin who's probably you might listen to this i don't know if you will yeah, but i went on i went on his podcast <laughs> yeah i went on his podcast oh you actually were on there Yes, okay. I was on there. 
uh, I think he, his podcast is called the Backburner. Maybe I, I don't know. Don't Back quote burner. me on. Don't quote me on that. All right, I'll uh, I'll link it in the description. I'll call it the Backburner. If that's his, it's cool. Otherwise, too bad. It, it's it's something like that. And uh, I was on there, and it was a lot of fun talking about anime and like talking about what I liked and stuff like that and how. I came to like watch as much as I've seen and, and I thought it would be cool just to do one that was about anime with other people that I knew and and yeah. bringing that up with you and you said you wanted to that you were interested in kind of like the technical aspect and all that stuff so I uh I really do enjoy like kind of like audio and video editing I've done a lot of that in my personal time so yeah that's that's us at the deep anime dive podcast I think that's a good way to kind of wrap up talking about ourselves yeah and then yeah starting with uh, the next episode we're going to start kind of just doing a uh, specific topics we're going to start diving into like individual shows that we yeah. uh either both really like or at least have something to say about yeah or opinionated about do we want to i guess a site do we want to announce uh um... do we know what our next thing is or are we just gonna Play by ear. Play by ear. I, I think. All right. Yeah. I think I had an idea, but we could talk about it later. So it's a surprise. Yes. Yeah, unless unless you're watching this in the future and you can clearly see episode two labeled above this one. Yeah. In which case it's not a surprise for you. Yes. All right. I think this is a good place to to wrap it up. If you enjoyed this and want to listen to more of our rambling opinionatedness you can go ahead and uh i don't know what uh what app you'll be listening to this on but you can follow us and or subscribe depending on you know if this is like itunes or uh, i think google google podcast or stitcher or there's like a million other things spotify probably will eventually yeah you should totally follow us for future episodes where if uh where can they find you do you have like a personal I, like? Uh, do you have a personal uh, thing? Oh no. Um, <laughs> oh no. Like for me, you can I, uh, you can find me on uh, uh, myanimalist.net uh, as Ariamachi, and I'm there all the time. Send me a message there, friend request, whatever and um you can take a look at what i've seen that's the and that's where you'll find me cool yeah i uh i too will have such a thing soon better um, better i was not prepared for that aspect <laughs> i mean i guess actually if you want to interact with me because i'm assuming i'm going to be handling most of this this part of the podcast yeah. but uh, our podcast is going to be on twitter we have our account open right there, so you can tweet at me. Well, it'll be at us. It'll be mostly me responding, I'm sure. Yeah, but we are at we are at Deep Anime Dive on Twitter. You can send us love, send us hate. I'll send either one back at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I kind of and I didn't talk with you about this, Chris. I kind of want to start doing like a, a question of the. Like kind of like a question of the day for the listeners. Yeah. To give them a chance to kind of, I don't know, talk to us because I'm lonely. 
yeah sure sounds like a good idea can even maybe uh, um mention it on like another episode i guess maybe for uh for today anyone so inclined could tweet at deep anime dive or if they don't like twitter or use twitter we also you could email us at deep anime dive at gmail.com and uh you know share your origin story with anime what was it that you that got you into anime like did a friend introduce you did you stumble onto it on your own was it something was it like mainstream or was it like some random thing that you found yeah you know, i'm curious i lo- i like hearing about what got people into anime there are so many ways to get into it but it always ends the same with uh, addiction. Yes, yeah. it's true. Um, yeah, and I, I love uh, seeing people's uh, anime lists. I like uh, comparing and like seeing what people have rated things. So you can also uh, send those as well. And uh, yeah, sure. That'll be that'll be if you have, as well. So I think that wraps it up for this. Uh, for this flagship episode yeah and we'll probably uh link our uh our different anime lists or whatever in the description right yeah i i am building mine right now so mine should be should be finished by the time we actually get this up so all right that's cool yeah we'll i'll link both those in the description all right cool and uh let's, yeah let's go to some of this yeah we will see y'all later yep Farewell. Bye now. Bye now and forever.